Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Site School Podcast. This is the podcast where you can learn how to grow and earn more from your site. My name is Valerie Stimick Bailey, and I am your host for this podcast, which is focused on what to send your email list in March. Now, if you're listening to this right after the episode came out, this is specifically focused on March 2023, but if you've gone back in time for more ideas, you might just need to adjust the dates a little bit, and this podcast should still be helpful for you. So I'm very excited for this podcast series, which drops at the beginning of every new month, because not only is it super helpful, I hope, for you, but also because it challenges me to come up with new topics that I can send my own newsletter. And in the course of researching each episode, I come up with all kinds of ideas for newsletters I can send my list that I would never have thought of before. And this is particularly salient because just yesterday I was sitting down to write my newsletter and had total blinking cursor syndrome, had no idea what to send my people. And now I have a ton of ideas for March that I would never have had otherwise. So this is as much helpful for me as it is for you, though I always welcome your feedback if you want to leave a rating and review. That not only helps me reach more site owners who are trying to grow their sites and earn more from them, but it just gives me the feedback that I need to get better. In any case, let's launch into what to send your email list in March. Now, March has 31 days and it becomes a four and a half week month. So it really depends on what day of the week you send your newsletter as to how many newsletters you'll send in March. For me, it's only going to be four, but for you, if you send your email after a certain day of the week, I think it's Wednesday this March, you might need to send five. So I've included some additional ideas at the end of this episode for that extra fifth week if you need ideas. So week one, which I say encapsulates March 1st through 7th, the theme that I came up with that I think might be interesting is about in like a lion, out like a lamb. Now, this was a phrase my mother used to use when I was growing up, and maybe you've heard this sort of old wives tale of sorts about the way the weather in March works. So in the Northern Hemisphere, or in North America at least, the phrase is that weather in March is in like a lion, that is ferocious, not very pleasant, and out like a lamb, very gentle and enjoyable. So generally what we said when I was growing up is that however the month started, it was going to be the opposite at the end. So if we had a really nice start to the month of March, we would assume it might not be that good of an end, but generally March starts off worse than it ends. Now, we don't want to talk about weather in our newsletters because that is like the most boring topic. I mean, it's the joke when you're having a conversation with someone that you end up talking about the weather, the conversation isn't going well. So we're not going to talk about weather, but you could talk about dichotomies in your business. So something that starts out tough and gets easier, something that starts out easy and gets tough and how you can work through it. The idea here is just to think within your niche, what is something that changes over the course of a month? So if someone started planning a trip today, and it was really tough, it would be easier by the end of the month because of all the things you're going to send them. Or if someone started doing a nutrition plan this month, it's gonna be tough at the beginning and easier at the end. It's generally easier to follow the starts out hard and gets easier trajectory, but if your business has something specifically where it starts out easy and gets harder and then gets easier again because of the help you're going to provide, you could also mention that. If you want another idea for this week, the first Friday in March, which as of releasing this episode will be tomorrow, is National Day of Unplugging. And those of us who run our businesses online know that days of unplugging are actually really important for our mental health and our physical health because it usually gets us away from our devices and out and about and doing things. So that's another idea you could mention to your general newsletter list that it is National Day of Unplugging and you encourage people to, when they finish reading your email and doing whatever else you might ask them to do in the email, they go out and enjoy the day, especially as if their beginning of March starts like a lamb, it's probably really nice weather for them. Now, week number two, which I say is March 8th through 15th, that theme that I came up with is cookies. And again, this is not physical cookies, though it certainly could be literally cookies because it's actually Girl Scout week. And, uh, you know, I grew up, I was a Girl Scout, maybe you were too, or you know someone who was. This is a week where Girl Scout cookies get delivered or sold at stores, outside stores, I should say, because usually they can't sell in the store, so they set up a little table outside and catch you when you come out with all of your groceries and you've just made a bunch of purchase decisions and now you're hungry. Anyway, 
When it comes to emailing our list, let's think about cookies a little bit more figuratively or metaphorically and think of what are the sweet treats that you could provide your readers this week. So you could start out by saying, just as a reminder, Girl Scout cookies are starting to be delivered this week, but I want to give you a different kind of cookie. And here it is. Maybe it's a freebie that you just created. Maybe it's a discount code. Maybe it's a blog post you know is super valuable to your readers. Just think about some sort of sweet treat, aka a cookie, that you could provide your readers and give it to them by email. Make them just have some value for being subscribers already. They don't have to pay $5 a box, which yes, that's what Girl Scout cookies cost now. If you want some other ideas this week because cookies just aren't your thing, or it doesn't make sense for you, a couple other things that are happening in the second week of March. It is International Women's Day on March 8th, so that may be a good opportunity to mention some of the women in your niche slash industry that need to be recognized. They could be fellow bloggers if you want to shout out some of your colleagues, or they could be industry leaders. So there's women in every part of our economy across the world. You can find someone who deserves a shout out, and you can just do that as a point of interest for your readers to mention that it's International Women's Day. Another thing happening this week is daylight savings time. At least in the United States, the second Sunday in March is always daylight savings time, so we are springing forward. There might be a way to make sense of what you can do to take advantage of the lost hour this week, how to make up for a lost hour, something like that. And finally, on March 14th, it's Pi Day, a mathematical holiday, but something that you can celebrate. So if you're a food blogger, obviously it's a great chance to plug in anything to do with pie. But there's all kinds of ways to think about pie. Again, we talked about cookies as sweet treats. You could use pie day as a sweet treat instead, if that makes more sense for your audience. For the third week in March, I'm saying that is March 16th through 22nd. The theme that I have come up with is probably going to be pretty obvious. It's all about luck because, of course, St. Patrick's Day takes place on March 17th. And whether or not it makes sense for you to promote St. Patrick's Day specifically as a holiday and what it entails, you can certainly talk about how the week of St. Patrick's Day is generally associated with luck and lucky icons like pots of gold and four-leaf clovers and leprechauns and all that. Anyway, luck is a great topic to cover this week because it's just going to make a ton of sense for your audience. And this might be a good opportunity if you didn't go with some sort of sweet treat or cookie to deliver a lucky thing into the inbox of your reader. So it might be that freebie I mentioned or something like that. You could also just talk about unlucky experience you had in whatever niche you operate in. So whether that was catching a flight or using the wrong ingredient, but the recipe turned out better or making a mistake in anything that you do. And it just wasn't as bad as you thought it was because of some luck. If you want another idea for this week, it is also the spring equinox in the Northern Hemisphere. This only makes sense if you are based in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're in the Southern hemisphere, it's actually the start of fall instead of the start of spring. So take advantage of that to mention something seasonal. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere or the Southern Hemisphere, the equinox is on March 20th. So if you're emailing that day, you could specifically mention it, or you could just mention it in the week surrounding that it is the start of spring slash autumn and what people need to know related to your niche and seasonality. For the fourth week of March, the 23rd through the 29th, we're going back to that standby from last month in February, which is promotion week. This is a chance for you to promote something and ask for your audience to do something in return, whether that's clicking, replying, engaging with something you've posted on social media. It is perfectly reasonable for you to ask your audience to engage with things for you. These general newsletter ideas don't always have that. Usually you're just trying to provide value to your subscribers, but this is a week where you can ask for a little something in return. And as always, you could flip some of these weeks around. Now, I kind of made these pretty timely weeks, but if you want to have a promotion week earlier in the month, that's certainly something you can do. Another idea for this week would be National Cocktail Day on March 24th. And if you might recall from the February What to Send your list podcast episode. I love a good cocktail. So you could look up your favorite cocktail. You could look up different ingredients for cocktails. You could find a way, even if you're not in the food or drink niche, 
to bring up something special about you or the destination you cover or the topic that you cover on your site. I mean, really, you can be creative here. Cocktail day can be a gateway for you to come up with an idea. So for example, on my Alaska site, there's an Alaska cocktail. It is not anything to do with Alaska. It has no Alaskan ingredients. Nobody quite knows why they call it the Alaska cocktail, but there's an Alaska cocktail. So I could highlight that as an intro to my Alaska list that week. Finally, I mentioned there are some extra days this month, so you might need other ideas. Here are a couple for you. As mentioned already, International Women's Day is on March 8th, but it's actually also Women's History Month for the entire month of March. So if you didn't take advantage of International Women's Day in the second week, you could now mention that it is National Women's Day and highlight women in your niche. It is also National Virtual Vacation Day on March 30th. So this is one for you travel bloggers out there. Take advantage of that to offer people those really handy virtual vacation posts you wrote during the pandemic that haven't gotten any traffic in a little while. Additionally, there are so many foods for my food bloggers out there throughout the month. So it's really worth looking at the show notes where I have linked to the calendar I used to create these episodes. Some of the ones that popped out to me as just being a little bit ridiculous and fun include National Banana Cream Pie Day on March 2nd, National Cheese Doodle Day on March 5th, which I'm guessing cheese doodle just refers generally to the puffed cheesy things that most of us call Cheetos, National Artichoke Heart Day on March 16th, or National Spinach Day on March 26th. And if I remember correctly, it is also National Nutrition Month in the month of March, so you could take advantage of that, especially if you tie it into some of the healthier options for foods that have, quote, national days this month. And another one for my travel bloggers, every state has a national day throughout the year, not just in March. So if you focus on different states or destinations that might make sense, you could look up the different states that you cover and make note of their national days and plug those into your calendar for the year. So that's a little bit of a freebie to help you plan further out than just March. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful for you in inspiring you to get those emails sent once a week, each week in March. And I know that it sounds like a lot of work to start emailing your list every single week. Maybe people will be annoyed, unsubscribe, but I wanted to share a few thoughts on my philosophy about emailing every week so you can understand why I do these monthly podcast episodes to help you come up with ideas. Now, first of all, think about how often you email people and how often you receive emails and when you remember what you've signed up for. The danger is if you don't email your list often enough, they forget who you are or they forget that they've signed up and they unsubscribe for that reason, not because you're emailing too much. Now, I certainly get emails all the time that I don't remember signing up for and I always get really annoyed. So I don't only unsubscribe, I also mark them as spam and that is the last thing you want to have happen with your list because it can affect your deliverability. So I've generally found that a cadence of once per week to my entire list is really good for keeping myself sort of top of mind slash top of inbox. They remember who I am. It feels like more of a conversation and it doesn't actually burn them out because here's the second point in my philosophy. Anyone who unsubscribes is saving me money and just getting themselves out of my orbit. And that's totally fine. I don't want people on my email list who are costing me money with my email service provider who are not engaged with what I'm providing them. That is rather opening, clicking, reading, doing all the things that they do when you receive an email. So when people unsubscribe, I'm kind of grateful for that. I like to think of that as realizing that we're just not the perfect fit for each other. It's saving me some money and some time and worry because I'm going to have to email them eventually if they go cold on my list and making space in their life for whatever they do need from whatever emails they receive. So if I'm not part of that, that's totally fine. So again, I would just encourage you to try and email your list once a week this month. I have given you plenty of ideas for that. And as always, I welcome your feedback or ideas for future months. If you have a really cool holiday you know about or something you want to have featured, you can reach out and let me know. I'm always over in the Site School Facebook community, which is linked in the show notes. And you can also leave me a five-star rating and review if you want to do it that way. I do keep an eye on those and we have been growing a little bit. So as of recording, we are up to five five-star reviews, which feels like quite an accomplishment, though I'm always happy to receive more. And in any case, I hope that you have a great week. I will be back next week with more ideas for how you can learn how to grow and earn more from your site in March of 2023 and beyond.